You ever been to Oktoberfest? No. Hello, everybody. We have not been to Oktoberfest. We're sad. We're scared. We're unprepared. I am Bree. And I am Caleb. And welcome to Horror Soup. Oh, shit. <laughs> Good job, dumbass. Hello, I er- fucked my mic up, guys. Hold on. Hello, everybody. We are still in October, and we are still continuing with Halloween movies. And today, we are discussing The Exorcist from 1973. It was directed whoop, whoop. by William Friedkin. Whoop, Friedkin. Whoop. And the budget was $12 million. And this movie made fucking $441 million. Jesus fuck, dude. I knew it was a hit, but goddamn. Yeah, it made it at least $3. Damn it. it Brie literally keeps punching her mic right now. You gotta tighten, brother. I, brother. Okay, all right, we're good. All right, action. She says we're good, but she's gonna fuck something else up, as per usual. You guys, I'm all hopped up on Micheladas right now. Well, that's also tradition, so. I'm it's sure a, it's a tradition here at Horror Soup. I'm sure a lot of you guys remember this movie from your childhood. I'm sure a lot of you were scared shitless during your childhood. I'm sure a lot of your parents showed you this movie and wanted to ruin your life, and I'm sure it did. <laughs> this is The Ruined Exorcist. It, a lot of people hold this very near and dear to their hearts, and it's it holds up. It it still fucking holds up till this day, dude. It holds it's up. Like in what? My opinion. Almost forty years old. Fifty years old. It's it's an old bitch. 73 to 2019. Well, like 46 years. 27. Bree's adding. That wait, damn 47. Wait for Bree's quick maths. <laughs> you seen that video where that... Uh... I've seen all videos. I've created <laughs> no, all No, it's like videos. this guy like going around like questioning drunk people. And he like asked this girl like a... like I forgot what the fucking math problem is, but he asked her like a really like easy math problem. <laughs> And she's like, oh, wait, no, she's like, 13 minus 50, goddamn 47. <laughs> goddamn 47. I have seen that. <laughs> I love that shit. When I say goddamn. it all the time. Goddamn 47. All right, guys, so we're going to be discussing this little this little gem and continuing our Halloween movies. And the reason I say this, if, so Brie actually said, told me, I told her that we were just doing movies that, like, take place on Halloween. Stop scratching your balls. No. And she was like, hey, uh, let's do The Exorcist. And I thought she said that because she knew that it took place on Halloween. And then I had mes- no fucking clue. She was clue. messaging me later and she was like, well, why are we doing The Exorcist? It doesn't play- take place on Halloween. I was like, is that not why you told me that you wanted to do it? She was like, no. I just like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, fun fact, if, uh, I actually looked this up a couple of times and I was thinking of asking her about doing this because it actually does take place on Halloween. It's not really focused on it. It's not like, you know, definitely not a prevalent part of the movie, Mm -hmm. but it's just a fun little fact and it fits into our category for that reason. So we're doing it. Burp inbound. Hold on. We pause for the burp. You guys better thank us. We're doing God's work out here. Coming to you live. Burp free, baby. All right, guys. So the exorcist starts out with some dude digging in dirt looking for buried pirate treasure, and they find some strange (laughs) coins and items, and old boy digs up a little further only to find a peculiar rock with a strange animal-like face on it. And the scene changes, and the dude is having a drink and taking some pills with a shot like the fucking druggie that he is. And we had me, yeah, basically. And we (laughs) head back to assembly, (laughs) allegedly. So the Avengers assemble at this guy's uh, research center, and it's filled to the top with various ancient artifacts. And his son's in the room and states that he wishes his father didn't have to leave. And they're like, "I love you, son." XOXO, big kiss, little kiss. And they say their goodbyes, (laughs) and they kind of head off. 
So, old boy's exploring the world all on his own, like the big man that he is, and he almost gets trampled by a decrepit lady in a carriage who absolutely doesn't have a care in the world about what is going on. She's, like, blind, too, or something. Probably. She didn't look... <laughs> she wasn't well off, I could say that. She was not feeling too hot, that's for sure. <laughs> and he keeps wandering around and ends up at this weird area with a statue of a naked creature with a snake for a dick, which is honestly goals. And out of nowhere, some guy's standing behind him, uh, staring Dude, at him. Did you did you grow that yourself? That's what I would ask the statue. <laughs> Dude, sweet. <laughs> can, can you give me any tips? You got, like, a workout mm-hmm. regimen? Come on, dude. And, yeah, a bunch of dogs start fighting, and he's just like, Trance! Ah. And he's not having a good time. We now see a girl lying in bed, writing in her diary, when she starts to hear a bunch of loud crashes. What is wrong with you? Trance! Well, he he was trancing. I don't know. You made it super big. Can you calm down? Okay, well, I paused for a second, but Bree is still laughing, so I guess I'm going to keep... Uh, like, the wavelengths on the recording got big. She was just like, you made it so big. I don't know why it's such a such a thing, but but it, it is. So anyway, we hear a bunch of loud crashes above this chick. and uh, It's funny because it's like mega horn soup. What is wrong with you? These things are not that... <laughs> I almost want to laugh, okay. but I don't want to. I don't want to give you okay. any more power than you already have. Okay, okay, all right, I'm good. Jesus. So anyway, she, well, she checks her daughter's room and closes her window because it's open and it's cold as hell. Bria's not going to stop. And also, her daughter, her daughter has a creepy ass little doll with a skinny head and a red dress, and I don't like it. And in the morning, Miss McNeil, uh, Chris McNeil, says, Top of the morning is some old chick, and then Carl. And she, what is, oh my, and she tells Carl that uh, she heard rats, and he's like, nah, dude, the attic is clean as a whistle. So Chris is like, alright then, I guess I guess they're clean rats. Uh, yep, clean rats. So she tells him to go get some traps anyway, because she's had enough of these clean rats. And Carl decides to go get some traps, and they tell him the store's closed, and he's like, you know what, I'll, I'll just try anyway. And they're like, dude, the store's closed. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm pausing. All right, guys, so we had to literally pause the podcast for like 10 minutes while Brie caught her breath, because she could not stop. So in the next scene, we see that Chris is an entire whole-ass actor, and she's big mad about her scene. But she's huge a, mad. She's huge mad, and she is a badass teacher, and she's pissed at the system, and she starts a preppy revolution and pleases all of her peers with her super sick acting skills. And the neighbor priest doesn't seem too interested and leaves his, he leaves with his uh, bag in hand. And when Chris decides to walk home, because she gets off a ride, she's like, nah, I'm good, it's a nice day outside, I'm gonna take a little stroll. We hear pinnacle Halloween music and see a really nice side shot with like leaves falling, and it makes the whole scene just look super spooky, like spooked to the extreme. And, uh, this, this music reminds me of just Halloween in general. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, the movie and just, just the like season. I don't the, know why. You like, can see the weather outside. Like, yeah. it's very fallish. Folly? Fallish? I don't It's very autumn-y. Things fall. It's Things true. definitely fall. And Chris <clears throat> gets home, and she gets a letter that says that she's invited to a dinner at the White House. She's like, oh, fuck yeah, dude, I'm famous, brother. Dude, and she's gonna meet Obama. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> her daughter runs up and asks her how her day was. And this Hold on, we... wait a minute. Oh my god. I, I noticed the it. other day on Twitter that Ash from Morbid followed Barack Obama on Twitter. <laughs> And like, she just followed him, or thing. she was already she, following she him? She follows him. Like, oh, well. She's been following him. Well, why wouldn't she follow? Barack is the man. No, he is, but I just thought it was funny. Are you like, saying you don't follow Barack Obama? No, I don't, and I should, but... Actually, you know what? I'm I follow O.J. Simpson, but not Barack Obama. Jesus Christ. Have you seen O.J. Simpson on Twitter? No, is it what? That shit is hilarious, dude. Oh, he... it's, it's funny? 
well, he thinks that he's he's good, and he's oh, he's he could he could not be more wrong. He's awful, dude. <laughs> no, you didn't hear that whole like thing when LJ made a Twitter. He just started like posting ridiculous shit. No, I need to go check that out. Go later, go follow him on Twitter. <clears throat> it's it's incredible. <laughs> it is incredible. So this is when we uh, meet the daughter, and we officially hear the name Reagan. And we cut to a scene of the priest in a railroad system when a homeless man asks him for some money and says, Help an altar boy out. I'm a Christian. And the priest kind of just stares. Dumbass. thought he said Christian. No, Whatever. Same Catholic. thing. There's, I don't <laughs> am, think, am, am I going to piss people think, off? Whatever. I don't think Christians have, like, priests. I don't even know what religion is. So anyway, the priest <clears> kind of <throat> just stares into this dude's eyes and he dips out because he has really blue eyes. And he's like, I don't like the color blue. It's, it's super intense. <clears throat> yeah, he doesn't it's like blue a, eyes. It's giving him an ocular pat down. Yeah, definitely. But he assessed him. He is a threat, so he did leave. So he gets <laughs> him. <laughs> he gets him to his mom's a uh, rinky dinky <clears throat> little apartment and checks on his mama girl. And they speak to each other in Greek. And he eats some good old grandma food. And he bandages up her leg and tells her that she needs to stay off of it. She just says K. And Demi <laughs> tells right. her that uh, she needs to go somewhere, so she isn't alone. And she's like, "This is my house in Greek because she ain't going nowhere. She's independent." Oh yeah. And he she get, don't need a man. She don't need no. She don't need nothing. And he gets over it and he eventually leaves. But either way, this priest cares about his mom, so we know at this point that this man does mean business. Oh, he means all the big businessmen care about their little old Greek mom. So back to the others, Chris comes down into the basement to hang out with Reagan, and she finds a Ouija board, and she doesn't find this sketch whatsoever, so she just picks mm-hmm. it up and asks where it came from, and Reagan's like, oh, well, found it in the closet. I've been playing with it. Like, yeah. No big deal. Casual. Like, uh, and, excuse me? You're not supposed to play this alone. Yeah, don't. Uncultured. Don't, don't do this. <laughs> and her mother asked if she was playing with it, and she was just like, yeah, I know how. And she's like, yeah, I've been doing it. This is when she's like, you've been doing it alone? She's like, yeah. She's like, oh. Okay, well, well, let's just... Well, yeah, because she's like, oh, you need two. And she's like, no, I, I play alone all the time. Yeah, she's like, I've been doing it. It's been working out perfectly fine. And her fine. mom thinks, like, nothing of it. No, she doesn't. But different time, I guess. I guess. So the mother decides to use the board with her, and Reagan says that she's been talking to Captain Howdy on her own. So Chris goes for the planchette and immediately leaps to the other side of the board, or the planchette does. Mm-hmm. And she assumed that Reagan was, like, joking with her, but Reagan seems to think that it's Captain Howdy. And she asks if the captain thinks her mom is pretty, and it doesn't say anything. And she's just like, "That all that right. that's pretty rude, Captain I'm Howdy. I'm ugly then. Exactly. Captain like, Howdy doesn't think I'm pretty. I'm like, ugly. all right, bitch. I'm I guess ugly. I'm just fucking ugly. <laughs> Fuck you. And she puts Reagan to bed, and she decides she decides to road trip and go for like a movie with her on her birthday. Road she's trip. like, we can we can do some cool shit, bruh. And Reagan tells her mom to bring Burke to her birthday because she thinks she likes him and is gonna marry him. And she's Gross. like. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> do you like him? Like, uh, you like daddy? And she's like, uh, no, he's just, he's kind of just a lonely little bitch. So I, I hang there. out with him. <laughs> yeah, he, he's just there. He needs a, he needs a pal. He needs some milk. So, all right, two priests walk into the bar. One wants to quit his job and one wants to chill with his mama. <laughs> Where's the punchline? It's not there. Everyone there is, is ready no for the, <laughs> So everyone's ready for the road trip, but the mom is yelling because apparently she got screwed over by her preparations. And she gets a call in the middle of the night and gets up and finds Reagan in her bed. She she doesn't get mad about the preparation. Well, I guess kind well, she, of, but she her gets reservations mad. and she get like canceled or something. No, like that. she gets mad at Reagan's dad because he didn't call her on her birthday. Oh yeah, well you know, fuck him, fuck birthdays, fuck Reagan, fuck dads, fuck dads, dude. Yeah, so it's fine. Straight up, as all things should be, perfectly balanced. So she gets a call in the middle of the night, and she finds Reagan in her bed, who said that she had to sleep in there because she was, like, shaking, she couldn't sleep. So she's like, alright, whatever, that's cool. And right as this happens, we hear a distant growl from up above, and Chris isn't, she's not as concerned as she should this, be when you yeah. hear growling. It's like, it's th- really, like, 
gutturally like it's it a is guttural ass growl it's fucking and, intense and she still thinks it's rats like bitch that is unless those rats like took heroin then maybe but unless these are demon rats <laughs> these aren't rats like that is these are satan rats yeah that had to be that would have to be a big fucking rat to make a noise like that like that's that's not right mm-hmm. so she goes to investigate and she opens up the staircase in this dark ass attic with nothing but a candle she looks around, she sees a bunch of untouched rat traps, where she's like, hmm, no rats. And she nearly reaches the end of the attic when Carl walks up from the other side, and she's like, ah! And then, he, and then he says, see? No rats. No rats. So, confirm, no rats. This super churchy dude walks into church and sees that their uh, statue head has been vandalized and has bloody pointy titties and a bloody pointy dick. Yep. A whole look. That shit's fucking crazy looking, dude. It, it's pretty it's crazy looking, honestly. And, it's like, sto- it, it looks like horns are coming like out of everything. Like, yeah, they this, got, like, she got statue, horn titties. Yeah. The statue is, like, just completely desecrated, and it's, like, if you, like, do go to church, and especially if you were, like, a priest, like, that is, like, the ultimate, like, slay. That's a slay? <laughs> he got fucking roasted, dude. I was just gonna say, that's, like, a Comedy Central roast right there. <laughs> Literally. So, Mr. I Like Mom Priest Man goes into the mental ward and gets harassed by a bunch of patients on his way to see his mother, and he finds her, and she's crying in her bed saying, why'd you do this to me? Why? And she's, she's like, like, why'd you do this to me, Dimmy? Go away. <laughs> Perfect. And she tells him to fuck off and cries because this hospital is thunderfucked. And he punches some stuff and we head off to a fancy dancy party with uh, Chris and weird ass Burke. And Burke, when I say weird ass Burke, Burke is weird. He looks like the bean cakes guy. Um, he also look, mm, there's another guy that I have in my head, but I can't remember. He screams at people in How I Met Your Mother. He's, uh, he's Marshall's boss in How I Met Your Mother, like, in, like, <laughs> season, like, six or seven. Uh, oh, I, I never got that far. I feel, if, I feel like it might even be the same guy. I think he's timeless. So, Chris asks about the intense preacher next door, uh, that she always sees and finds out that it's Damien, Damien Karras, and, uh... Karras. Yes. And his mother died and was dead for a few days, and Burke gets drunk and he calls some guy a Nazi bastard. He's like, hey, you... Fuck you, you Nazi you asshole. Nazi bastard. And he almost gets straight fucking, like, killed by this guy. Like, Literally. this dude fucks him up, and he's just like, oh, what's up? I gotta stop saying that. You want some more? What? Literally. Literally. I say it so much. Literally? Literally. Literally. I literally say it so much. I literally say literally all the time. And he continues to get more drunk as his tradition. Cheers to that, big brother. And <laughs> everyone, big brother. everyone's singing around the piano and having a jolly old time when Reagan comes downstairs to... Which a man says, oh... We have a guest. And they're like, ah, look, a guest. Mm-hmm. And Reagan stares them dead in the eyes, and then she's like, you're going to die up there, and then starts pissing herself in front of everyone. She literally just straight pisses herself, and yeah. it comes, like, straight down, too, which is, like, funny, because, like, it would, like, kind of trickle down your legs, but, like, whatever. Yeah. And it, it's it's crazy, because, like, her... Well, I guess that... Is her, that, like, implying that she isn't wearing underwear? Because I guess if she didn't have underwear, maybe it'd still... Would it go I, straight down? No. Like, maybe? No. No. I have Unless, a dick, so it would, but... Unless you're standing, like, with your feet, like, apart, then no, it still wouldn't, because your underwear mm. would just, like, kind of catch it. And it no, would just I just like said everywhere. if she didn't have underwear. Yeah, I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh. If she had underwear on, it wouldn't just go straight down. Oh. Well, you heard it. Science with Brie. Going commando, I guess. Science with Brie. So, her mother gets scared and takes her upstairs and bathes her, and Reagan asks her mother what's wrong with her with her and uh she assures her that it's just the nerves like the doctor said and if she takes her pills she'll be all right so she tucks her into bed and leaves and asks the maid if uh the piss is coming out of the carpet she's like i think so madam (laughs) and immediately we hear reagan screaming like absolute bloody fucking murder it's fucking chilling dude it was pretty bad. <clears throat> and when her mother runs back into the room, uh, Reagan's freaking out in her bed, and her entire bed is literally just, like, shaking violently. Like, not naturally. 
It's this, like somebody put like one of those um <clears throat> sorry, they put like a one of those like mythbusters when they mythbusted like earthquakes and they like had like a an earthquake machine like underneath yeah, that's of like it. Exact, that's literally what it, it literally looked like. looked like an earthquake machine. Yeah, like, it, it looked was like an earthquake was only happening on her bed. Yeah, it was, it was fucking crazy. wild. I wonder how they did. Th- they just had like a man under it, just like throwing the bed. <gasps> it was just like, all right, just get under there and just flail. <laughs> this is your job. Get under there and have a fucking fit, dude. He got a million dollars for that. I bet he did. He probably did. This movie mm. made so much fucking money, dude. Dude, this movie made an insane amount of money. That's crazy. Good in- for them. Though. Insane amount of money. So the intense preacher is hanging with his bud, and he's smoking and drinking, and his buddy tells him that he's been stealing shit, and uh, an intensinator starts crying, and his bud- Intensinator. Ta- that's his name, isn't it? <laughs> and his bud takes his shoes off because he's drunk and laying on the couch, and he's like, what? You you steal shoes now? You, you gonna steal my shoes? You gonna steal my shoes? He's gonna throw them on the fucking telephone wire. <laughs> and he passes out like a drunkie, and he's like, stealing is a sin. <laughs> yeah, so was smoking and drinking. That didn't stop y'all. Smoking and drinking a sin? Yes. Well... You're not supposed to put anything impure into your body. What about a dildo? Uh, as long as you dip it in holy water I was gonna first, say, if I purify it? Purify it first, and then you're good to go, dude. Can I purify it in bleach? You do as you wish, man. Okay. It might burn a little bit. Well, I mean, like, it... Do as you will, guys. So he starts he starts dreaming and sees his mother and he tries to yell out to her but she looks upset and she walks the other way and uh, this, this whole fucking time that he's dreaming you literally hear him snoring he's just like he's like ah, no ah, uh, no ah, no no <laughs> and uh, she walks the other way and we also see a demonic face and like some a necklace just like glitch on the screen during this it's it's, it's pretty spooky looking that's um that's supposed to be like Pazuzu like the demon oh the demon faces uh, yeah oh nice yeah. It's a quality demon face. Dude, okay, so, like, watching this movie as a kid, like, that, to me, was, like, the scariest part of the movie, because I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it to pop up on the screen, and so when I saw it, that shit scarred me for life, and I literally only recently got over that fear, because our friend Maria had posted, like, a picture of him on her Instagram, mm. and, of course, she's, like, fucking beautiful, so, like, I would go, like, stalk her Instagram, and it would be there, and I would scroll down too far, and I'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, oh, shit, here we <laughs> but are But then I, I got used to it, yeah. Nice. So we briefly see Reagan having a bad time getting a shot at the doctors, and she says she doesn't want it, and when they get it in, she spits in the doctor's face, she's like, you fucking bastard. Fucking bastard. Uh, I fucking love that, honestly. That's how most kids should it's react. fucking crazy. Pretty sure that's how I did react to shots, actually. I'm pretty sure. So Chris is waiting for a word from Reagan's doctor, and when he arrives, he states that she has a symptom of a type of disturbance in the chemical electrical activity of the brain, and he says it's in her th- temporal lobe in the lateral part of her brain. He says it's rare, but it can cause strange hallucinations before a convulsion. Mm-hmm. And he says that it explains the shaking of the bed. And Chris is like, um, nothing explains the shaking of the bed. I Literally, think you're wrong. yeah. Like, she, no, you're... Because he's pretty much just you saying... You are terribly misinformed. Like, very. yeah, like, go on, I'll let you go on. Because he's pretty much just like, well, you know, this was to explain her hallucinating that the bed was shaking. She's like, no, I was fucking on this bed. She was like, it the was bed shaking. was shaking with me on it. Yeah, she was like, this was not right whatsoever. Which you should have found, like, a fucking priest a lot sooner, but... No, you should have, because that wasn't even, like, a light shaking. That was, like... That, that was, was, like, the like... bed was getting thrown, like, up it and down literally in the same was, spot. Dude, like, like, it Mm-mm. Shit was fucking crazy. And the frame was shaking, too. They were both shaking separately. Yeah. Like, you got me fucked up. You got me fucked up. I'm calling someone immediately. On the um on the director's cut that my mom had, there was, like, a, a part where they, like, um they show, like, how they did all the special effects. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wait, like so the, how did they the, do that? It was just a machine under there. Oh, it was. It, like so I said. it wasn't a man? 
Mm, no. This wasn't a man flailing? No. This movie fucking sucks. Zero out of ten. And then, of, of course, time. like, the, the pea soup and then the wires that made her the look like The pea soup is shit. so gross. It's so disgusting. You know, disgusting. like, the fucking reaction of, like, the priest getting pea soup on his face is so genuine because he was like, oh, this is fucking gross. No, yeah, I would have thrown up right back <laughs> dude, on her, dude. that's so gross. <laughs> like, I would have started puking 100%. Literally. It's like that, that, nasty. It's like that one uh, episode of Family Guy. Yeah, When dude, they're all, like, like throwing up literally. all over each other. And she's like, who wants chowder? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been me. So he says the problem isn't the bed, it's her brain, and she asks what causes this, even though she should have kind of focused a little more, and he says it's a legion in the temporal lobe is the cause, and it's a type of seizure disorder, and he says that her personality and her actions can change because of this, mm -hmm. but if it is in fact just a legion, they can remove it. And a she legion. Legion. And we see Reagan heading into a <laughs> hospital home that would 100% freak me out. And they lay her down on a table thingy and strap her with hospital stuff and put some brown gunk on her to perform some tests. You got me tests. so fucked up. Don't put That's brown iodine. gunk on me. That's iodine. Don't, they put on don't brown gunk me. They had to put that shit all over my back when they gave me my uh, epidural. Dude, you could never brown gunk me. I would eat you straight to don't hell. Don't you dare. Don't you... Please say psych. <laughs> and they inject her with a bunch of shit, and then they put a needle in the same hole that they fucking, like, injected her. I Dude, I don't understand, that. like... I, I thought this was, like, an IV type of thing, maybe? No, but they, now just wanted I'm to, not sure. they just wanted like, to squirt blood out of her. It's fucking crazy, because, like, I literally... Like, I thought this was an IV, like, how they did it back in the day, but now I don't know. Like, why wouldn't they put it in her arm or something? I don't know, but it was fucking weird. They start taking her blood, and then, like, literally blood is squirting fucking everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, they have, like... They're trying to put this fucking tube in her, and it's literally just, like, blood just squirting. And, like, it's... And the doctor's it's so chill about it. Dude, and it's coming out so thick and so heavy, and it's, like, her mom's just watching, too, and I'm like, I could not... Because it's, like, it's in her, like, jugular vein. Yeah, dude. And it's so in her it's, fucking it's, neck. It's fucking coming out, like, crazy. It's and just gushing. Her mom just has her hand over her mouth, like... Oh, dear. I know. And honestly, it looks so fucking real, too. And It, it looks, really does. It looks creepy. Like, I don't like looking at that blood just gushing out, especially because I know it's from her neck. I'm like, I, I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, you could die. Any it actually, honestly, talking about it makes my fucking neck hurt. Like, I just had to touch my <laughs> neck right now. I just I touched, like, my, my big-ass vein over there. The, oh, the jugular. God. So they fire up some absolutely fucking insane loud machine, and they take a picture of her brain, and literally this machine is the loudest thing in it's, the fucking it's, world. Yeah, it's, what is this machine again? I don't know enough about hospitals a, a to dispute scan? this. That's what I thought. Some shit about that, but it's so cats, fucking loud. Yeah, usually cat scans are used to take like pictures of your brain. Yeah, that's just Maddie, so Maddie fucked. had to get one. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Did you have to go there under loud machine and brown gunk? No, it, it wasn't the 70s when this happened. Well, shit. So the doctor looks at the brain pictures and says that the test... Were, how old is Maddie? <laughs> Let me get this. So Maddie's not 40, 50 years old. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so they say the tests were inconclusive and there isn't anything wrong with her brain. So they're just like, well... I'm thumped. And the doctors arrive to the McNeil house after getting a call. And when they arrive to the room, Reagan is literally just like, she's sitting like upright in her bed and just slamming like the, slamming her fucking head like. Yeah, like from, half the, to of, from the top of the bed to the bottom. It's fucking insane. Half of her body is just like flailing back and forth, back and forth. And then she's literally like getting thrown up and down on the fucking bed and like flailing while she's getting thrown. Like, yes, this is some hardcore demonic shit right this here. This is not a fucking seizure. Like get your fucking heads out of your asses and help this girl. Well no, I think once you start flying, we you can officially rule out <laughs> seizures. You know like you are now a superhero. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say like, you know, you can fuck up being a doctor a little bit, but if someone starts flying I think you're gonna need to call a specialist. Yeah, call cross, a, call cross that off the list and fucking call a demon specialist. Just call, like, a flight attendant or something. Like, call... A flight attendant? Yeah, I don't know, like... Call an airplane. You're gonna need something. <laughs> something with wings is gonna help you. I don't know if... I don't know if pills are gonna help anymore. A bird, maybe. So... so <laughs> 
Perhaps. So she's flailing back and forth on the bed and flying, literally. And, like, she's saying, it's burning, make it stop. Mm -hmm. And then she literally starts, like, flailing again. And then her eyes fly to the back of her fucking head. Yeah, her fucking eyes turn, like, pure white. And she goes, like, Mm -hmm. like a big-ass growl noise. And the doctor tries to approach for some reason because he thinks that he can handle the situation, which, no, you cannot. You, yeah, no, you're I don't know why you thought you could handle the situation, (laughs) but this is not a situation you can just walk into blindly. This is out of your hands, bud. Yeah, you need something. And Reagan slaps the shit out of him and says, keep away, and starts grinding, like, literally grinding, and she's like, fuck me, fuck me. Yeah. In, like, just complete it's, demon man dude, voice. Dude, it's so, it's so vulgar, like. Honestly, ugh, enough. It's so vulgar, so and vulgar, coming from a fucking 12-year-old dude, like. So the vulgarness coming from the 12-year-old is crazy, but, like, seeing this man voice, like, this absolute demon man voice mm-hmm. coming out of a little girl is fucking insane like it's vulgar and it's just that should give me chills dude it's crazy it's so good and they hold her down and sedate her while chris gets dragged away because she could not stand she's like in fucking hysterics at this point and as as i would be too i wouldn't be you just gotta handle yourself and they come back out and says that she's heavily sedated and won't wake up for a while and chris how chris is like okay well how how did she fly off the bed (laughs) Literally like. And they're like, well, this could happen with incredible strength, with incredible strength. Yeah. And they're, and they're like, they reference like a 90 pound woman trying to save her baby from a burning car. I'm just like. That's not flying. This, she wasn't trying to save anybody. Like. And even if you're not like, even if that. She if, was fucking floating yes, off the even bed, if that was dude. Thing, like, I, I get being very strong under certain situations, but. She fucking lives, bro. I don't know about flying under intense situations. I haven't heard of that one yet. I mean, we can certainly try it and get back to you guys on that, but. Yeah, we'll test it out. I'm but just, like, I'm going to throw Caleb off the roof. <laughs> and we'll see if I have incredible strength and I can fly. And if it doesn't work, well, we know. So, Mythbusters. They said that this could happen with... Let's call him up. I already said that. So, she has what they think is wrong, uh, and she, they're like, well, I think it's the temporal lobe. And she's like, are you fucking kidding? You need to stop. Like, literally, shut <laughs> the fuck up, get out of my fucking house, don't ever speak to me again. I would be so fucking pissed. I would be screaming. I would poop in a bag, light it on fire, and place it on their doorstep. Place it on their forehead. Place it on their forehead. Just right then and there, just Place do it. it right under their pillow. Well, yeah, I'd do it in front of them, and I'd be like, here you go, this is happy fucking birthday. Like, what is wrong with you? This is what you guys deserve. So they take more tests on Reagan, and again, all the tests are normal, which they should not be if you're flying. And they ask her if she keeps any drugs in the house, and she's like, no. And she's like, well... I would tell you if I did, because there's a serious issue going on. She's like, I don't even smoke grass. And when she said that, I had to rewind because I thought she said glass. I was like, oh, different Jesus times. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was like, different times. She doesn't even smoke Jesus glass. Christ. I thought she was just saying, like, smoke glass, like it's a regular thing. Like, yeah, I don't even smoke glass. Yeah, dude. It's the 70s. Everybody fucking smokes meth out here. Like, not even me, though, dude. I promise. <laughs> not even me. Like, And I, if I did, I wouldn't do it with my daughter. I swear. I swear. I'm not doing meth with my daughter. I, I promise. I, would o- I did not do meth with my daughter. I would only ago. smoke crack with my daughter. I would not. <laughs> not meth. meth. Too much. So, Out of the question. So Chris speaks about how she planned to take Reagan to Europe, and the doctor states that they should look into a psychiatrist at this point. Psychiatrist? And she's like, Shut up. And she's like, I've already seen five million of them. And Chris gets home and all the lights are flashing on and off very unnaturally. Mm-hmm. And the phone rings and literally just no one answers whatsoever. She's just like, uh, okay, well, whatever. I guess my lights aren't working. All right. I guess it's the devil. And she heads into <laughs> Reagan's room and closes the door and is literally freezing her ass off in the process. And she tucks Reagan into bed and then she starts to look for Sharon, which is like, is Sharon just like a fucking housekeeper or something? Just like a nanny okay. or something like that. So she has old nannies and then a young nanny? No, she has two, like... Grandparents. I hate this word, servant. 
Are they literally they're servants? The, they're the older. Yeah, they're the servants. Oh so shit! So those are the older people, and then there's um, what's her name? Sharon. Okay, so yeah, Sharon or whatever her name is. Uh, she's like the nanny, I guess. She like watches uh Reagan like while uh, the mom's not there. Can you be my nanny? Me? Yeah. God no. Oh come on, dude! All you'd no. have to do is change my diapers. <laughs> I watched a TikTok the other day, and this girl was like, "Stop telling me my ass is fat." I know it's fat. It's my diaper. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you showed me that one. Funny, dude. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So anyway, yeah, she's looking for Sharon, the nanny, and she's pissed because Sharon left. And when she meets up with her, she's like, well, Burke said he was going to watch her while uh, I went out to go get some medicine. Mm -hmm. So she's like, oh, okay, well, not big deal. And then some other guy named like Frack or something walks in and (laughs) says that Burke is dead. And he's like, well, he was probably drunk because he fell down the stairs and broke his neck. And at first, um, Chris doesn't really react. And then she hears the broken neck. She's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And I guess you were telling me that there's a... You, well, you showed there's me that... A, there's a deleted... Well, not a deleted scene. It's like... It's... So I haven't watched this in years, so I didn't remember that either way. But you obviously... You watched this a lot more as a child than I did. Yeah. Like, I'd seen it a couple times as a child, but I hadn't seen it tons of times. Dude, and I don't know why I watched it so much. Because it scared <laughs> the shit out of me, like, so bad. Like, I had nightmares, like... Oh, and I'm I would sure. still watch it, dude. But yeah, like, after this is, like, where the scene is where she, like, a like spider crawls, like, down the stairs backwards and throws up a bunch of blood... It's really cool. See, and I remember that scene, too, like, because I definitely remember that, like, from mm-hmm. being younger, but I couldn't remember where it was, and I was kind of wondering, where, like, why I wasn't in there, and then I was like, no, I did not see that, and then you showed it to me, and I was like, oh. Yeah, like, I was watching something earlier, like, the director, like, wanted to put it in, but I guess some other guy was like, don't put heart and soul into the movie, huh? Like, when really? Mean? I don't fucking know. That's what he said, though. Heart and soul, I fell in love with you, heart and soul. I don't know what you're talking about. The way a fool would do madly. The way you held me tight. All right, I still don't know what you're talking about. And stole a kiss in the night. Heart and soul. I fell in love with you, heart and soul. The way a fool would do madly. And the world is so nice. We see Reagan at the psychiatrist being hypnotized, and they ask if someone lives with her, and she's like, I don't know. And she asks if uh, she can speak to her, and she says no because she's scared. And she eventually gets through to, or he eventually gets through to her and tells the person inside of Reagan to come forward and speak, mm-hmm. which don't do that. And a picture frame falls, and Reagan starts to growl and attacks the psychiatrist, and the scene ends right here. So intense Mr. Karras is uh, running like the powerful guy that he is. He and is super powerful. He's super very strong. powerful. He's a strong man, for sure. And Mr. Fancy Detective Guy approaches him and admires his boxer aesthetic. And he brings to his attention that Burke was killed. And uh, he asks Karras, or Karras, whatever, if it's he knows. Karras. If he knows anything about witchcraft. And Karras says that he once wrote a book on it. And he's like, oh, yeah, you write books on witches? You want to. Uh-huh. You're a smart guy, huh? You think you're so smart and you're so cute? You uh-huh. fucking douchebag. And douche he asks if the vandalism in the church may have had anything to do with the witchcraft. The detective tells Karis that Burke was found at the end of the staircase with his head twisted and, like, completely around. Yeah, it was twisted completely around, dude. That's 
fucked, and he's which like, doesn't happen. Like, and, and he's like, "Well, I don't, I don't think this could happen from him falling, but it might have. It's it a possibility." Have. But he's like, pro- pro- "But probably not." It was probably your daughter, but I'm not gonna say that. I, I, I his daughter, her daughter. Karis has a daughter. Oh um, no! I thought you were. I th- I'm sorry. I thought you were at a part like further down. <laughs> I knew exactly where you fucked up, but I still wanted to. <laughs> sorry. Still want to question you. You so me. The detective, spoiled the movie. So the detective tries to get uh, spoiler. Uh, Karis is actually the father. <laughs> she a hoe. For show. So <laughs> the detective tries to get some information from Karis, but ultimately gets told to suck a fuck. And the detective decides instead that he's going to ask Karis out on a romantic dinner date. And he calls it, or a movie date, actually. They're bromosexuals. They're bromancing. And he calls him Father Paranoia and then Sal Minio or something. I don't know who that is. Who the fuck is Sal Minio? I guess a boxer or something. Sal Mineo. Sal. Sal Mayonnaise. Min- Mintos? Mentos? Sal Mentos? I don't know. I don't know who the fuck Salmon Mayonnaise is, but if you, if, you, if you find him, give him my number. So we see Reagan again, and she's clawed the fuck out of her face at this point. She's mm-hmm. starting to look real bad. She's Yeah, she's not having a good time, dude. <laughs> she's not looking great anymore. And Chris is at a meeting, and she yells at the doctors and tells them that she's not going to lock her daughter in an insane asylum. And she says that out of 88 doctors, no one has given them any answers. I'm like, fuck, that is a big number. That is that is an insane amount of fucking doctors. But I guess if you got money like she does, then I don't know. that's I've, fine. Oh God, I guess it was a different time. But after 88, just see a witch doctor. <laughs> just see a witch doctor after, like, the 44th. Like, yeah, for real, dude. Uh, that's a lot of doctors. Expand your resources, dude. Expand your horizons, asshole. So the doctors say that there is one more option, and they ask Chris, uh, they ask if Chris or her daughter are religious, and she's like, no, no, we're not, and they're like, well, you can have this thing called an exorcism, and she's like, what the fuck is this? She's like, excuse me, bitch? <laughs> Mick, what? And it's basically, Mick, what the fuck it's did basically, you just tell me? it's basically abolished except by the Catholics, but it may be a working option for her at this point, because they're like, well, what the fuck else are you going to do? Because, like, yeah, there's, I don't have any options for you. There's literally no answers for you, bud. Like, gotta figure something yeah, out. Yeah, dude, I scanned your cat, I scanned your bat, there was nothing in any of it, so, like, <laughs> I don't know. So she's like, so a witch doctor? All right, all right, I guess I'm gonna go to a witch doctor. All right, you said it. <laughs> so Chris finds a cross under Reagan's pillow, and she starts to ask everyone how it got there, or and, like, who put it there, but no one seems to have an answer for her. And then a man arrives at her door while she's like, ah, 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 just showing a cross to everyone, and then she, like, slammed the cross in his face, but she does not. And, uh, this, this, this is detective, detective motherfucker himself. And he asks if, uh, Burke was in her daughter's room that night of the accident. And he, that, he then starts to wonder, or she starts to wonder why he's asking these questions. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I got questions. I got, I got no answers. I need money. Th- this is the part I was talking about. Like, what? Like, basically, like, asking... Or basically telling her, like, your fucking daughter threw him out the fucking window, but he's not going to say it. Well, no, I don't think he, I don't think he knows that. I think he's actually, like, I think he genuinely thinks that someone else, like, broke into the house or something. Well, yeah, but, like, watching watching the movie, like. I don't think he suspects the daughter, because as far as he knows, the daughter is, like, you know, she's, like, incapacitated in bed. So I don't think he suspects anything of her. I think he thinks that someone just, like, broke into the house and he's trying to see, like, hey, like, did you, like, were you involved with any, like, bad people or anything? Maybe, but, That was like, the vibe I, I got from it, at least. I got the vibe that, like, he was like, okay, your daughter probably did this, but we can't prove it, so I'm not gonna say it. Hmm. I'm just gonna ask you a few questions. Like, I don't know. That's the vibe I got from it. Maybe it's because I already okay. know that the fucking yeah. devil did it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the devil did do it. 
Spoiler alert. The devil, so, what? So Mr. Mustard tells her that Burke uh, couldn't have died as black and white of a manner as we previously stated. Uh, Burke must have died from a large man, and this is also why I think that he thinks, like, you know, someone came in. Because he says mm-hmm. that multiple times. He's like, a large man had to have done this, so I think he thinks someone broke in. So he states that someone must have come in between the time that Sharon left and returned, but he doesn't really have much evidence of anything. Yeah. So he's just kind of grasping at straws. So Mr. Mustardo is about to leave and asks if uh, she can ask her daughter if she saw anything that night, like whenever she wakes up. She's like, okay, I guess I'll do that. But she, Chris already thinks, or Chris already like knows that she fucking killed Bert. Yeah. So she's like, well. And he asked for I'm Chris's not autograph. Do it. <laughs> he asked for Chris's autograph uh, for her daughter, and he's she's like, for all his right. daughter. Yeah, she's like, all right. What's your daughter's name? He's like, ha ha ha. I lied. I'm my daughter. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so, my own daughter. So when he leaves, Chris seems uh, freaked the fuck out because she can tell some fuck shit's going on, and she then hears screaming of both Reagan and a man's voice that's saying, "Let Jesus fuck you! Let Jesus fuck you! Let him fuck you!" And she's literally stabbing herself over and over again in the crotch with a fucking cross. Oh, dude, this, this scene part is, is so fucking fucked. gnarly, dude. It's ugh. This is fucked. There's like blood, and her eyes are like black, and like this fucking deep demon voice is coming from Let her Jesus fucking fuck mouth. You. Let Jesus fuck yeah. you. It's, oh God, it's fucking gross, dude. And Chris tries to intervene in this, and Reagan grabs her head and sticks it in her fucking crotch and says, like, lick me! Lick me! Lick me! And then she fucking slaps her mother and (laughs) slap your mama. She fucking slaps her mama, like, across the fucking room. She bitch slaps her mama across the room. Like, she she fucking slap punches this girl. It's fucking wild. It is brutal. Dude, the fact- She used the force, dude. And I just hate this scene, too, because when she comes up from the slap, she gets up and she has blood all over her fucking mouth from, like- Oh, God, dude. It is so gross, honestly. It's fucking gross. It's, It's grotesque, dude. It's fucking- It's disgusting. Like, one, your face is in a demon's crotch. Two, that's your daughter's demon crotch. Yeah. Three, she just stabbed it with a fucking cross. Like, oh my god, and Jesus just fucked her. Demon crotch. Dude, this is brutal. Like, it, it's bad. It's fucking crazy. It's so gross. So, Sharon hears this commotion and heads oh, toward the room, but Reagan uses her demon powers to literally fucking just, like, block the door, like, yeah, with, with a dresser a, and shit. Yeah, um, no, it's like a, it's like a chair or something, because she, like, makes the oh, dresser, that- like, go across the room and almost, like, crushes her mother. Oh, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, boo. Yeah, so she, she fucking uh, looks at Chris and she says, do you know what she did? Your cunting daughter? And then Chris just like kind of screams until the scene ends. No, dude, her fucking head twists oh, completely yeah, and, and around. Her- she's like in Burke's voice. Do you know what she did? Your cunting daughter? Fucking crazy. It, she's like, ah. Ah. A wild fucking scene, dude. So Chris meets up with uh, intense Karas and mentions her daughter and finds out that Karas is not familiar with the I- with the issue as of yet. And she asks him almost randomly about exorcism, and he's like, "Um, excuse me." And she's like, <laughs> "Well, if someone is possessed, how do I get an exorcism?" And he's like, "This is a very casual conversation, and it shouldn't be." And he's like, "Well, you <laughs> you need a time machine because that." That's not a thing anymore, sister Doesn't girl. Doesn't fucking happen, yeah. And he's like, we know more about science now, mm-hmm. so, like, I don't, you know, I can't do this. And she's like, well, yeah, someone close to me is 100% possessed. And he's like, well, do you know for sure? She's like, uh, yeah, I did, there's something going on. She's like, come check it out. See for yourself, bitch. And he's <laughs> like, well, I need consent from the church to even think about the idea of an exorcism. And he says that he can see her as a psychiatrist, and she's like, dude... I've had so many of them, I don't need any more. She's like, I'm sick of this shit. And she starts crying, and he ends up coming to the house to check her out. And Karis comes into the room and says hi to Reagan, who is basically an entire zombie with cuts all over her it's at this point. wild looking, she dude. Is the full amount of makeup, like, 
Jesus Christ. Like, her face is, like, green and her eyes are all, like, pukey colored and there's cuts all over her face. Her lips are chapped to the high heavens. Oh, yeah. Her lips are fucked. And her lips are just getting chapter and chapter, like, as she was. More chapped and more chapped. (laughs) She is on chapter seven of lips. (laughs) It is fucking crazy. Chapter seven of lips. It is absolutely insane. And she demands Karis to uh, loosen the straps, and he says he will if uh, the demon lets Reagan out. And it starts to talk about his mother and family, and she he asks what her what her maiden name is. Mm-hmm. And in response, the demon just a uh, projectile vomits all over his face. Oh, dude! So fair enough answer. It's, that's all pea soup right there. All pea soup, baby. So Karis tells the, uh, Chris that he can't help her, and he believes that Reagan needs six months in bed or in the best hospital possible. And she asks him to tell her for a fact that this is all in her mind and isn't something more. And he's just like, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> and before leaving, before leaving, he also, he asks real quick if, uh, Reagan knew that his mother died recently. And Chris is like, yeah, no, she does not know anything about that. Yeah. She, Reagan probably has no fucking idea what's going on whatsoever. She's been in her room for like weeks, dude. Well, also Reagan's a demon. So I don't think she knows shit about shit. Demons actually like. Well, in all the possessions. Well, the demon I've knows watched, shit, but Reagan yeah. don't know shit. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Reagan yeah. don't know shit. So the priest brings some ghostly machine to the house to test the ghostliness of the room, and Reagan pulls a drawer out of the desk, and uh, Karis asks, "Did you do that?" And the demon's like, "Yes," <laughs> and <laughs> yes. he's like, "All right, do it again." And she's like, "In time." Uh, it's creepy. Her fucking voice. She's like, "In time." I know. In time. It's uh, God. It's wild. Dude. And she starts to speak Latin, and Karis turns the recorder on and continues a conversation in Latin as well. And he asks how long they plan to stay in Reagan, and it says until she rots. God, that shit gives me chills, dude. And he starts throwing like holy water on her, and she's like, "It burns! It burns!" Mm-hmm. And she's cowering and shit. And uh, he he tries to ask who the demon is, but he gets no answer to this. So he goes back and he speaks to Chris and he tells her that he sprinkled tap water on Reagan and she reacted violently. So he's like, well, this isn't really going to go well with the church because it doesn't support the possession theory. It's a hoax. It's a whole hoax. But that's how we know that Ra- I mean, we already know she's possessed. So, like, that's how well, we know yeah. that this demon is <laughs> reacting perfectly. Like, it does not yeah. want anyone to fucking intervene. No, with, yeah. It's like, this shit. I'm, I'm here to stay, bitch. Yeah, that's it, my story. it knows I'm what's going on it. and it's fucking reacting perfectly. Mm-hmm. So he brings a recording to someone and they're like, uh, doesn't fly. This isn't Latin. And he's like, wait, what the fuck are you talking about? They're like, this this is just English backwards. So oh, even the shit. Latin that she was doing to, like, freak him out and stuff, she even knew then. Like, she just made him think it was fucking Latin. She's literally I forgot just, about that part, dude. It's crazy, dude. Like, she's literally just talking backwards. So, like, she is a sneaky demon fuck. She's not even just a regular demon oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, dude. She is sneaky as hell. I guess he, I guess it's a fucking... Because is a male, right? I think so, yeah. Pretty sure Pazuzu's a male. So... Karas gets called to the house, and uh, Sharon sneaks him in and says that she doesn't want Chris to see this. She brings him into Reagan's room and, like, pulls out the blanket and then pulls up her shirt and unbuttons her shirt, and it sees fucking help me etched into her stomach. Yeah, and doesn't it, like, doesn't it show up as they're, like, unbuttoning the shirt? Mm-hmm. Like, the and word it starts, help. It starts coming more It starts more coming more. up, yeah. It's fucking insane, dude. That's like, just, like... Like, your host is sending a message. She's, like, on the inside, like, please fucking help me, dude. That shit is fucking insane. That is so (sighs) crazy. And he goes to some higher priest and tells him that he believes that Reagan is possessed and he wants to perform the exorcism. They're like, you? You, Mr. Boxing Man? You want to perform this exorcism? No way, dude. Come on, Rocky. You can't, you can't do this, bud. Get your head out of your ass, Balboa, you're not going to win the fight. Hey, Balboa, what are you doing, huh? You're not going to win this fight, huh? So the man says that he wishes to find someone more experienced and he's like, Yes, sir, sir, yes, sir. 
And uh, they're like, all right, I'm going to look around. And they say they have a guy over in Woodstock uh, who had experience in the exorcism. <laughs> I know, right? I was expecting to be like, they were like, where is he? Uh, over with Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> where are they? Where are they? <coughs> so he was in an exorcism that lasted months and almost killed him 12 years early in, Af- in Africa. Could you imagine being That's exorcism for nuts. months? Oh, wait, dude. Actually, um, <coughs> I think the exorcism oh, wait, actually, is three. Actually, I was in an exorcism <laughs> for months. Actually, dude, I was possessed. But no, um, I think. No, yeah, the, I've seen those movies. It's the, fucking crazy. The Exorcist three, I think, takes place in like Africa or something like that. But I think the Exorcist two sucked mega balls. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I yeah, one hundred percent. So Father Mirren arrives to the uh, McNeil house, and we immediately hear Reagan scream, "Mirren!" Uh, from the top of the house, like immediately right when he walks in the door, and that's like, okay, you know, there's a demon here. <laughs> like, there's no way you would know this. There's bitch, no. That's the fucking devil himself. That is so fucked mm-hmm. so the father says that they want to avoid conversation with the demon except for what is relevant and i think fucking like karis karis is just like sitting over there and he's like uh because he's been just having full-on <laughs> conversations with pazuzu at this like, point Fuck. he's like wait a second i, think, <laughs> I gotta go back <laughs> I, th- I think i've been doing this redo so, he's like wait undo 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 where where's where's the go back button <laughs> hold on guys rewind so Karis tries to explain some of the situation, but the new priest is already like skilled in his shits. He's just like ignoring him. He's like, Are you sure you don't want me to tell Step you aside, like what's going bitch. on? He's like, No, I'm fucking good. I got this. Yeah. Literally this guy does not care. He's just like, Nope, I got this. <laughs> the um Karis is just like his towel guy. Gives him like a towel around the shoulders and Pretty much, honestly. Fucking, like, yeah, he's just there for support. He's literally his intern. Yeah. He's just bringing him like coffee and stuff. So he comes into Reagan's room and he kisses the cross and gets his holy water ready and all that stuff. And Reagan tells him to shove a cock up his ass because he's a cocksucker. <laughs> like, Come, shove a cock up your ass, you fucking cocksucker. Jesus and he's, he starts reading his stuff. And I, I gotta say, dude, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like sometimes when, like, you know, you you use that in a, like as a trope in a movie, like you just saying like outlandish stuff, it does mm-hmm. not work. It works so good in this it movie. It works like, really well in this movie. You're literally calling someone a cocksucker, which is literally one of the funniest things you could say to someone. And it's <laughs> not even like that funny. Like, it's just like, oh, fuck. Like, it's you're... Just, like, goddamn, that, that hurt a little bit. Yeah, like, that it's like, a little it's bit. It's like, yeah. goddamn, you're so fucking serious. Like, you mean <laughs> <Cock> business. <laughs> it is fucking crazy. I love it. Like, usually when someone said something like this, I would laugh, but I'm just like, oh, fuck. It also, um, it also works in the Evil Dead remake. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. It works very well in that one. So he starts reading his stuff and Reagan spits in his face and he continues like a true professional. He literally just like has green gunk on his face and he just wipes it off while he keeps reading. He just kind of like goes back a little bit and he's like... Yeah, just wipes, wipes it, it off. off. Like, it's so gross. Ew, dude. So while he's reading, Reagan is moaning and shaking her head and she's screaming. Like, she's literally just like fucking like full force, mm-hmm. just shaking her head all around. And she's like, your mother sucks cock in hell, Karis! <laughs> <laughs> oh my your god. Your mother sucks cocks in hell best fucking line ever honestly <laughs> like honestly it's honestly fucking iconic dude. it is iconic it's just the best fucking I thing ever eek. it is beautiful so that yeah this goes on as he's reading the ritual and he just keeps going and he's like fuck you too and the demon uh, flips her off <laughs> the, the demon in reagan is getting more and more pissed by the fucking second as they're reading all these rituals and they just about finish up and Reagan's bed starts fucking just straight flying in yeah, the air. Yeah, it's just, it's fucking levitating, dude. And Karis is not having a good time with this. He's literally <laughs> just like staring at, like he stops reading for a minute and the other guy's like, hurry the fuck up, like go, go. Keep and, fucking reading, yeah. And he's literally just staring at it. He's like, uh, <laughs> holy, this. like, dude, are you fucking seeing this shit? <laughs> dude, I'm like, fucking out. I would react the same way. That would be. I like, am one hundred percent out. Like, I'm sorry, dude, but uh, you gotta, you gotta finish on this own. on your own, brother. Like, I don't. <laughs> Isn't know. Isn't that a scary movie? He's like, oh fuck that, and he runs out or something. 
Oh my god, it's like the fucking director in Scary Movie when shit starts, I think it's Scary Movie 2, when fuck shit starts going down, he's just like, I'm out. Yeah. And then she's like, what do you mean you're out? He's like, I'm leaving. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the director, uh, I mean about like Wes Craven talking about that? He was like, yeah, I was asking about the scene and he was like, yeah, you're gonna stay around, you're gonna do this, and he was like, no, as a black man, I'm not doing that. <laughs> as a black man? <laughs> That's what the actor said, and then he was like, well, what do you want to do? He was like, I want to leave. And then he, Wes Craven was like, how do you want to leave? He was like cab <laughs> and Wes Craven's like you want to leave by cab he's like I'm gone <laughs> Wes Craven's just like all right I guess that's fine and literally that's what he does in the movie oh my he god that's fucking funny he literally just looks at fucking um what's her face from friends uh Gail Weathers fucking, yeah uh, what's okay because you said scary movie right you said scary movie at first oh did I yeah I meant scream but now um, now oh, I realize no, no, I said scream. About... you said scary movie and then I said scream you said scary movie bud well maybe I did whatever but same in, fucking movie in scream too. well I definitely <laughs> said scream too um, I said scary movie then scream I don't fucking know whatever but wh- why can't I remember her name right now um what's Get her Weathers? name Weathers, uh, uh, Courtney Cox Courtney Cox Courtney Cox <laughs> yeah he literally just like does Courtney Cox is like I'm leaving she's like what do you mean you're leaving he's like bye he gets in the cab and leaves <laughs> yeah. and he's never in the movie again <laughs> I remember I fuck, that fuck I fucking I want to watch shit. that movie Oh my god, that's so fucking good. That's how I would react right here, though. Literally, dude. I'd like, be like, how, I'm leaving. I'd be like, how are you leaving? Cab. Calling a fucking Uber, bitch. I will I will ride a scooter out of this bitch. Dude, I, I will call fuck. an Uber in 1973. I don't care right now. Like, no holes. No. No. I'm, I'm gone. Ain't nothing holding me back. I'm sorry. I gotta go. So the lights start flashing and Reagan starts screaming, Bastards! Bastards! <laughs> and she licks her. She starts just licking her slimy ass tongue in and the direction of Karis. It's super long. It's so dude. long. It's, it's like so a snake cool tongue. Looking. She's just yeah. like. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, father places a cross on Reagan, and she pukes fucking everywhere. Projectile fucking green everywhere. Throw up. It's like fucking alley on Mill Avenue. And, oh my uh, god. <laughs> and uh, the. And, uh, shit starts to, the door isn't, like, shit starts to slam. Like, everything's mm-hmm. just slamming. Like, windows are slamming, doors are slamming, and things are just flying everywhere. Like, drawers and everything, they're just coming out and slamming. Shit is going knocking futs in there, dude. And Reagan starts to laugh uncontrollably, and Father tries to banish the demon, and Reagan hits him with a good old, Shove it up your ass, you faggot! <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I forgot they dropped that F-bomb uh, in there. <laughs> dude, this was a time where it wasn't a big deal. I guess, fuck. You, even in a serious movie like this, you can't get away with that. I mean, we've said it a million times, but still yeah it's an old movie so i'm gonna say it because that's just it's the fucking it, it's yeah, it's the dialogue it's, yeah. so whatever so y'all, y'all know we're not a homophobic we are fags <laughs> <laughs> i'm literally half fags so, so com- they command the demon to leave in the name of, of christ and she's like fuck him <laughs> fuck him <laughs> and things get weird I hate to laugh because like <laughs> it is ridiculous dude it's, it's great fucking funny, it's though. so funny it's so it's funnier reading it than it is seeing dude, it but it it's honestly still is because seeing way. it seeing it is it's it's pretty it's rough fuck, it's spooky it's yeah. rough but things get weirder and weirder as reagan's head completely spins in a circle around her body and she then removes herself from the straps and her eyes start to fly to the back of her head again and this time she flies completely in the air like just fucking straight levitating yeah. and she goes like almost to the fucking ceiling mm-hmm. so she's not even like partially flying she's up there dude she's flying she's as and, high as a kite and they're just saying like the whole time they're just like the power of Christ compels you the power of Christ compels you the power of Christ compels you and they're like throwing holy water at her until she flies back down to the bed finally I, I cannot think about the power of Christ compels you without thinking about Austin Powers when Dr. Evil's chair is like on the fritz <laughs> And it won't stop spinning. And he's like, the power of Christ compels you. I need an old priest and a young priest. Because his fucking chair is all spinning around. I can't think of anything that has to do with power without thinking of the power within from Spongebob. The power within. That old man. The power within. (laughs) The power within. 
Fucking perfect. Power within. <laughs> I remember me and Casey. It all comes back to SpongeBob. Dude. It really does. Uh, me and Casey used to play uh, Super Monkey Ball like on our GameCube back in the day, and there was this really cool one that had a really cool racing thing, and like there was this like little like ball of energy that you would pick up that would like give you this really cool like fucking like dark matter like a uh, little monkey ball, and every time we would get there, we'd be like the power within, <laughs> and then we start attacking each other's monkey selves. Dope. It was it was good stuff. It was good stuff. Dope. Still haven't been able to find out which Super Monkey Ball it is. So <laughs> just buy them all. I know. I, I actually have. I've bought like five searching for. It. Are you serious? <laughs> I still have. Do you found still have them? Uh, no, I sold them, but I'll buy them again. They're cheap. They're like five bucks each or something. Hell yeah. They're not too expensive. I think the I think that one's a little more expensive because it's cool. I want to get um the Donkey Kong uh drum game. Again. That one's fucking cool. That one is so cool. I never got the actual drums for it, so I would just like a. Uh, Play with my GameCube controller, like sucks. hit like X and Y and fucking Z or whenever it called for it. It was, Whack. dude, no, it was fun. Whack. It was so fun. It's like fun. playing Guitar Hero with a fucking controller. I hate that shit. Uh, no, Donkey Kong was way cooler than Guitar Hero will ever be. I'll take it, but whatever. So off of the Nintendo conversations, uh, Karis ties her back up and she knocks him out while the father continues his chanting and until the entire room just fucking like just starts shaking around. And she gets out of her straps again, and we see the giant demon statue once more, Pazuzu. Mm-hmm. And we finish up the first session, and Reagan is asleep. Father decides that they need some rest until they continue, and the father heads into the bathroom to take some pills, like the fucking druggie that he is. Yeah. What is he taking, anyway? I think it's for his heart. Oh, okay. He has, like, a heart problem. That makes sense, because he gets big dead in a second. <laughs> so, Karis <laughs> takes his, uh, this splendid opportunity to pay a little visit to Reagan, you know? Just a little just a little hello, how's it going? Social visit. A little, little drop-in. So, when he walks in, he sees his mother sitting straight up, and he sits down next to Reagan, and his mother starts to talk to him and tell him that she's afraid and begs for his help, and he's like, fuck you, bitch. And he checks... <laughs> He checks her heart and sees that her heart has literally stopped, and they're like, we can't do anything, or Reagan will literally go into a coma and possibly yeah. die. So he can't handle his mother, like, hearing his mother speak to him in demon form, so the father asks him to respectfully leave the premises, because he's like, you're being too emotional right now, like, we yeah. can't have this. So he leaves, and Chris asks Karis if Reagan is going to die, and he's like, no, not going to happen. And we then hear a doorbell, and Detective Mustard is back at the door. So Karis is, Karis heads back into the room, and Reagan is sitting silently, literally just sitting there, like casual as all hell. Isn't she just laughing? No, she's not laughing. She's literally just sitting there, no oh, okay. emotion. And Karis sees that the father is dead on the floor, and then Reagan starts to laugh. Yeah, that's when she's like, she has her like hands up to her face, and she's like chuckling. Yeah, dude, she's, just, it's, she's it's not like full on laughing. She's just giggling. Yeah. She's just like ha ha ha. And he literally attacks this fucking demon mm-hmm. by punching the host in the face <laughs> a bunch of times. Like you're you're fighting a demon right now. You're just you're just like that's you a big, straight up power move. That's dude. a power move. Like you big fucking boxer man just punching a demon. That's ballsy. He's like, I've trained all my life for this. Literally, and he's like, take me. Take me! And the demon travels into Karis's body. Yeah. And then we see him literally turn into like fucking like demon for a second. Like his, his face turns. His green eyes go and all shit. crazy. Yeah. It's really cool. Looking. And then it and then it like leaves for a second and he tries to fight it and then it goes back in. He's just like fuck this and he just jumps out of the window mm-hmm. and kills himself. Fucking crazy. And we see his bloody body at the bottom of the stairs. And you know that those stairs are actually still like a tourist attraction. Really? Yeah, they're called the Exorcist stairs and people visit them like all That's the time. That's fucking dope. It's where is it? Washington? I don't know. I can't I think remember. It takes, I, I think this takes place in Washington. You might be right, but I can't remember. Or maybe New York? I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head, so it I'm not going like to say San where Francisco, it is. It looks like San Francisco, but I don't know. It looks like stairs. So, <laughs> so cops begin to arrive, and Chris hugs her daughter, and the homeboy, Father Dyer, runs a Karis, and Karis is barely living at this point. Mm-hmm. He gets an apology for all of his sins, and he's like, do you, do you apologize for this and that and for sticking your butthole in another butthole? And they're like, yes, I do. And, butthole uh, kiss. Yeah, he gets the little butthole Keith, and he's forgiven for all the sins from his past life before he demon dies. 
And we see Chris packing up her things and getting ready to get the fuck out of this demon house. Oh, 100%. You leave. Burn that shit. (laughs) And as she heads into her car, we see Father Dyer checking in on Chris and Reagan. And Chris says that uh, Reagan doesn't remember anything that happened, but she still has scars all over her face, so maybe you should question that. But Chris leaves, and he says he'll make sure to check in on her later. Chris calls him once more and gives Father Dyer the old necklace that was given to her by Sharon, Mm because it was like that demon necklace, whatever, that like fucking... uh, uh, Karis saw in his dreams earlier with his mm-hmm. mom and all that, and he had it somehow. I don't know. What was the... Was it just like a Pazuzu necklace? I honestly don't fucking know. It's a demon necklace. Know. So he walks back to the staircase where Karis died, and we hear the theme music once more, and this is where the movie ends. Oh, yeah. And honestly, I love that we hear this music like three different times, because it's so fucking cool. It is like the coolest music ever, honestly. I'm, I'm Googling something real quick. Hold on. You're Googling what? What are you doing to me? So, anyway, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, we would enjoy if you would rate us. If you would give us a little five-star rating and leave a little review, that would mean a ton. We love hearing them. We love hearing what you guys think about us, even if it's shitty. But I would prefer if you didn't leave one stars. But if you're gonna, I'll still have a probably fun time laughing at it anyway. Yeah, we'll laugh at it, and we'll probably uh, poop on you a little bit in the episode. We'll we'll shit on you a little bit, but it's all right. It's all right. If you wanted attention, you got it, bud. You got it. (laughs) And if you want to email us, you can email us at whoresoup at yahoo.com. You can email us with really anything if you just want to talk to us, like ask us something, if you have any concerns, if you have any stories you want to send us, like really Mm -hmm. anything. You can send like pretty much anything to fucking email and I'll read it all. We're here for you. If you want to give us a little bit of money, you can donate to us over at patreon.com slash horse soup. We have a bunch of bonus episodes, including Twilight Zone episodes, uh, at, uh, uh, short stuff episode eight, quote unquote, because, uh, <laughs> that would never be released into the public, but Jesus we get, Christ, we get like, no. we put like our, uh, that, that wasn't really a defect. It's a pretty funny episode, but it's really burp heavy. So we didn't want to it's, put yeah, that out to the burpy, masses. It's vapey. It's nasty and it was a drinking game so there's just a lot of burps so <laughs> that one's over for our patreon and of course we do like our twilight zone episodes and our tales from the crypt episodes weekly um if you want to follow us on instagram you can follow us at horse soup podcast if you want to follow us on twitter you can follow us at horse soup sucks that is me you can find brie at bevic potato that's baked potato with a v i would like to thank sun is sam for supplying us with our music because he is the fucking best you're an angel you can find him on spotify soundcloud and instagram at s-o-n-i-s-s-a-m also i would like to thank Crystalyn, our art person, you can find her at M-O-O-O-P-M-O-P on Instagram, and she supplies us with all of our fucking absolutely fabulous art. She's a dwell. Beautiful artwork. She's, She's still working dwelling. on a bunch of stuff, and she messages me, like, all the time with new ideas and stuff, too, so we're She's literally great. just gonna have so much, so much cool, like, merch and stuff coming out to you guys, and that's all thanks to her, like, honestly. She literally, so I already, pay I already told her. your fucking respects. Pay your fucking respects. I already told, she has literally, like, free access to all of our merch forever. Oh, most fucking definitely. <laughs> like, anything me? we make. She's got a lifetime horror soup merch, dude. Yeah, she has a lifetime (laughs) fucking deal for that. So I would like to thank her. If you want to, like, hit her up for any artwork, she does commissions and she does really fucking cool stuff. She can make you, like... she's fucking great, dude. She can make you, like, anything you want, honestly. You won't regret it. So hit her up. Um, I would like to thank our listeners because you guys are the fucking titties. You guys are at least a nipple and a split nipple, and I like that. So thank you. You Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Not only nipples, but pierced nipples. Yeah, you guys are pierced nipples. Heart-shaped pierced nipples. Okay. Stepping it up a notch over here. All right, Brie, what did you look up? What were you looking up? Oh, I was just making sure that Pazuzu was the demon in The Exorcist. <laughs> you could just ask me that. I no, because I, I figured, but I just had to make sure. Okay. I didn't. I didn't figure. I knew, but I had to double check because sometimes uh, I'm a little stupid. So. You, you are pretty stupid, so I do yeah. commend you for trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got it right though, surprisingly. Well, so. we only were talking about the whole episode, so I'd hope so. Yeah, I know that would suck. <laughs> That would suck pretty hard. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, thank you for listening to this classic movie. Oh, I guess we should rate this real quick. I, oh, yeah. 10 out of 10. 
Uh, Actually, no. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 because the beginning of this movie is trash. I hate the okay. I hate the whole uh, desert part. I don't you, like it. You literally took what I was going to say exactly out of my mouth. Yeah. I was literally just going to say 8 out of 10 just because the beginning... I don't care about it's, it. Yeah, I don't, but the rest of the movie is It's, is not, like, it's awesome. not like terrible, but it's just like, it just feels unnecessary and I don't really care. I just didn't understand, like, why it was in there. Like, yeah, it's just, like, it, the I story mean, I guess there's still... like some artifact shit and, you know, it was just like showing like some Pazuzu stuff, but whatever. Like, yeah. just, it just really didn't seem too necessary. It, it like, it was, I like, it worked with the movie, but I just, I didn't like care the movie about better it. without it. Like, literally, whenever I watch you this skip movie, it. I skip it. I already know what happened, so, I mean, why? Why watch it again? Yeah, and that's fair enough. So, yeah, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10, too. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. But beside that, it's a it's an incredible movie. If you haven't Great seen it, Great fucking def- movie. It's a classic, it. and it's still uh, one of the top scariest movies in the world. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It makes lists all the fucking time. It's, it's been on the list. I think it's, like, number one or two on the list yeah. of 100. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you a ton. You guys are the fucking best. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>